Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy to be joined by our Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He is Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. JR, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well, doing well. Can I tell you that uh, my son, my seven-year-old son, hopes that this is a very long interview because I told him when we're done here, he's got to quit playing video games and do his schoolwork. So <laughs> I don't know if uh, he's going to slip you guys a few bucks to extend this a little bit. All right. Hey, JR, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, more than happy to be bribed, so we can maybe work something out with him. Uh, JR. <laughs> I'm assuming that you were not watching my Chiefs beat the hell out of the Ravens last night. You were probably uh, watching the game uh, from the Stanley Cup playoffs. What did you make of the Tampa Bay Lightning winning last night and our guy, Pat Maroon, winning for his second year in a row? Just phenomenal. You know, Tampa Bay went through a lot last year losing in the first round. And we've always said, you know, Ken Hitchcock said a, a number of times that teams need to be hardened. They need to go through tough times before they can become champions, and that's exactly what happened with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Couldn't be happier for John Cooper, Kevin Chattenkirk, and Pat Maroon, the hometown hero. And, guys, just looking at the, the celebration on the ice last night and see Pat Maroon lift the cup for the second time, it just made me think. Uh, we go back to last year, regular season. I asked uh, public relations with the Blues if I could sit down with Pat. Things weren't going well for him. And it's kind of one of those situations where you, you have to – wait it out you know he's going to come out of the shower you'll eventually get a few minutes with him you don't know how long it's going to last you don't know how he's going to respond to the questions about his season not going well and I just said hey look you know let's just talk about your season and he said people have doubted me my entire career all I have to do is keep working hard that's all I have to do I think we even talked later that afternoon he was a little bit worried about how things would come out and the headline was the big rig could be headed out of town. And now you have a situation where he's got back-to-back Stanley Cups. Uh, it's just uh, phenomenal that he's in control of his story. And uh, the story he's written has just been amazing. JR, for me, it, sh- it just sheds light on the value of creating culture and finding the right players that can do that. And here's what I mean is the Tampa Bay Lightning last year, by far one of the most Skilled teams, maybe ever in the NHL, they get bounced by Columbus that has good culture and great character guys. So what does Julian Breesbois do? He goes out and acquires a Pat Maroon. He goes out and gives a Kevin Shattenkirk, who has a chip on his shoulder, a chance to redeem himself. He goes out and trades for an aging Zach Bogosian, to which Buffalo didn't even feel like he was needed anymore, but the guy's a warrior. Those three guys alone 
changed the culture of that team. And in the celebrations following the Cup victory last night, every one of the skilled players couldn't wait to find one of those gritty guys and put their arms around him and thank him. So for me, I think Tampa, taking a page out of the Blues book, quite honestly, is going out, establishing a culture, and getting guys that care and that can come through for you in the big moments. It means a lot. You're exactly right. And there's been a few times the past couple of weeks where I've tweeted about Pat Maroon and, and what he's meant to the Lightning. And you get a few responses, people saying, oh, yeah, the Lightning are in that position because of Pat Maroon. What about these uh, superstars on their team? Well, you know what? The superstars couldn't win it before. They needed to get people in like Pat Maroon, like Kevin Shattenkirk, and like Zach Bogosian. And what did John Cooper say a couple of days ago when he was asked about this team? being different from the past. He said, this team has a personality. Riv, you know it. You know what Pat Maroon does in the locker room. You know what he does on the ice, on the bench. We've been walking through the Blues locker room where it's kind of quiet, maybe you know not a lot going on, and, and Pat Maroon will cut a joke, and the whole team's laughing, and then they head out to, to practice, and they carry that attitude with them. You can look at all the analytics you want to, and they are important, but you have to have guys on your team like him. And, hey, let's not take away from what he meant to that game last night, knocking down that uh, clearing attempt and starting the game off. I think getting that second goal was really important. Uh, Pat Maroon was a contributor and helped this team win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, Jer, I'm glad you just brought that up, that play last night. And I'm going to dive even deeper and look at each and every series. Pat Maroon has had his thumbprint on it. You look back at some of the overtimes where he's been a big part of it. He's had an assist on the goal. Or you can't see anything except the big rig in front of the net because the goalie's so screened. Heck, we just have to go back a couple of games ago and he's blocking the view of Hudobin in overtime, and Shattenkirk puts it in the far side. Last night, I think the big guy gets underrated for how talented he is. And yes, he's not the fastest guy in the NHL by any means. He's a big body. But I would argue that there's three guys that are more talented with the puck on their stick. Pat Maroon has incredible puck skills. And last night, to come off the bench, knock it down with the backhand side of his stick, in stride, take it, make a play, then doing big rig stuff, drives the middle lane right to the goalie where nobody even took him. So now he becomes even more of an obstacle for that goalie, creates that goal. So, yes, his his value in the locker room and what he does on a daily basis is great, but there's really good value in the kind of player he is, and I think that's the biggest thing that helps Pat Maroon. Well, that's the thing is your team has to have some skilled players, and the Lightning certainly have that with a Kucherov, with a point, with a headman who wins the Conn Smythe. Look, Vasilevsky uh, plays every minute of the series. You have to have those types of players on your team, but you win Stanley Cups when you have second and third line players and second and third defensive pairs that can contribute in a manner uh, that people like Pat did. And, Jamie, you just highlighted some of the things that he's done during this uh, playoff run for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Look back to last year. Hey, this isn't to say the Blues don't win the Stanley Cup if they don't have Pat Maroon. But look at that third line of Bozak, Maroon, and Robert Thomas in that Winnipeg series. You know, they were difference makers early on in that series. And, and of course, the Blues wrapped it up, and they were able to play well You know, against Dallas, against San Jose. Of course, Pat with a big double overtime goal against Dallas. But you have to say that in these two playoff runs, Pat Maroon has made a difference on the ice. So talk all you want, like you said, about locker room, cutting it up. 
things like that, Pat Maroon has had an imprint on both of these runs for both of these teams. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford, Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He's joining us here on Ribs and BK. JR, you also wrote a great article yesterday for The Athletic, and I wanted to talk to you about that because you brought up the name Bobby Ryan, who Jamie Ferrario and myself, we talked a little bit about him late last week whenever it was announced that he was going to go on waivers you said there's potentially mutual interest between Bobby Ryan and the Blues. First of all, what can you tell us about that interest from the Blues side, and what kind of a fit do you think he would be here in St. Louis? Well, that's kind of a speculative piece, so what I do is I just have one of those magic eight balls, and I say, is there any interest in Bobby Ryan? And that's it what came BK out, yeah. does every day. So, that's my job. <laughs> so, so I ran with it. Uh, but, but no, I think there's uh, some interest there. You know, talking to people involved in the situation, you know, Bobby Ryan doesn't know what he's going to do yet. Look, he was just bought out uh, last week, and the season's a few months away. I realize free agency is, is coming up here. Uh, but he doesn't know what he's going to do. But the bottom line is it kind of does make sense. At first I didn't think so, but the more I thought about it, the Blues need a veteran. They're going to be without Tarasenko. This isn't to say that Bobby Ryan has had, you know, 10 to 15 goals the past uh, three or four years is going to step in for Tarasenko, but he could be a bottom six player who fits into your lineup. And maybe if there's a Jordan Cairo up there in the top six and, and you have to put those types of guys in position to succeed. So you'd like to see a Cairo up higher, you know, maybe Bobby Ryan's a guy who can take some shifts from him in a game. If it's not going well for Jordan Cairo or a guy that can fit anywhere. Also power play, seven power play goals last year. So, you know, I'm not trying to paint the picture that Bobby Ryan's going to come in here and, you know, be a headline player for the St. Louis Blues. But you're looking at a, at a guy who isn't going to command much money. He's got some experience in the league. He's got some offense. You talk to people in Ottawa, he's still got some game left. It's a situation that the Blues are in up against the cap, and they need offense. So I think it does make sense. Yeah, JR. So, look, I'm with you on this one here. Is I'm more of a why not than why on this one. And here's the way I look at it is Bobby Ryan has been a top three forward before in the NHL. He's had some fantastic seasons it's dropped off a little bit, but I also attribute that to being what I call the black hole, the Ottawa Senators, to where careers have gone to die for some guys. And Bobby Ryan went through some tough times while playing with Ottawa. He's on the rebound. The Blues also have an assistant coach that's on the rebound. That could be a tremendous support system for both of them. And if Bobby Ryan is right, he's easily a 15 to 20 goal scorer for you. And let's not forget that he was killing big penalties in Ottawa at one point. He's a guy who reads the play extremely well. He's not as fleet of foot as he used to be, but he's gifted with the puck. And I do think that he would be a great guy to have to play on one, two, three in your top three lines, anywhere on the right side, heck, even on the left side. So again, I'm more of a why not than a why on this one. Yeah, and if you're Bobby Ryan and you're looking at, I'm sure he's going to get a few offers, you're looking at two things. Is the team uh, competitive? Yes. And do they have a spot for me? And I think they do. I think those two things uh, factor in well for the possibility. So we'll see, you know, like I said, free agency just around the corner, and he's going to have some options. JR, when you look at what the Blues still have to do this offseason, and of course it all comes back to Alex Petrangelo, but I, I'm under the impression there's nothing new there. So you also wrote about some of the speculation on which guys could potentially still be traded if they were to bring back Alex Petrangelo. As you talk to people around the league, who are the guys that realistically you think the Blues could or would move if they decided to bring back Petro? 
Well, I think you really look at the the roster, and there aren't a ton of options unless Doug Armstrong is just going to surprise everybody with a move and, and trade one of the household names. But, you know, with the Jake Allen trade, that takes one guy off the board. And then you look at the Alexander Steen situation, and uh, from what I've been told is the Blues aren't going to buy him out. And it realistically, it doesn't make a ton of sense. You only save $2.4 million on the cap. I know you guys have broken that down. And by the time you put another player in his spot on the roster, you're actually saving less than the 2.4. So, you know, it's, it's not Allen. It's potentially not Alexander Steen. So you're looking at guys uh, like a Tyler Bozak, $5 million on the last year of his deal. Next year, do you have to retain some of that? Do you have to give up an asset to move Tyler Bozak? At some point, then maybe he doesn't make sense. So, you know, I mentioned the name Jason Schwartz. I don't think the Blues have interest in trading him, but his contract is up after next season. So you're just going to have to make the puzzle work. And that's why I think, let me let me wrap up with this, is if, if Doug Armstrong and the Blues have Alex Petrangelo done by now, I feel like they can go into this next eight, nine, ten days prior to free agency knowing what needs to be done, and they know what their money situation is. You know, yes, they have a number pegged for Alex Petrangelo, but not knowing which way this deal is going to go, I just don't think that they can go into uh, this next stretch knowing exactly how it's going to unfold and and what kind of money they're going to have and what holes they're going to be able to fill and can they fit a Bobby Ryan in. So Doug Armstrong has experience. He knows how to react when certain things happen. It would just be a little nicer to have that Petrangelo thing done one way or another so that the Blues can proceed. But, you know, this is why they get paid the big bucks. Well, Jared, we're going to be reading your reporting over on The Athletic, following you on Twitter, at J.P. Rutherford, for all the latest when it comes to Alex Petrangelo or any other moves that could be coming for the Blues. We always appreciate the time, man. Tell your son we wish we could have taken you longer, but this is all we've got for today. (laughs) Homework time. Thanks a lot, guys. Sounds good, buddy. We'll talk with you soon. That's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on 101 ESPN.